Hey, Jonathan. It's good to be back, mate. Yes. What's happening? Uh, good. Our first new generation episode got a lot of very good feedback. So I'm yes. so happy to have read uh, all that you shared, folks, about this episode. Yep. So it confirmed that we, we made we made so far at least the right choice. So it's time to reply to another question, I guess. Yes. And uh, this week, we're going to talk about solo entrepreneurship. Yes. Um, we did cover it in one of our previous shows, but we thought we'll revisit this, try and go through it in our succinct way and talk a little bit about freelancing and solo entrepreneurship. And then also, I would love for you to stick around to the end of the show because we're going to talk about how you get hold of us. And then also, we've got a bit of a sneaky, sneaky live stream we want to do um, in the next two weeks. Hey, Jono. Yes. So, um if if you're interested to see us in action, and in fact, actually, we are interested to see you see us <laughs> in action. <laughs> um, stick around for that at the end of the show. Okay, solo entrepreneurship, Jono. So we started talking about this quite a while ago yes. as we start sharing this journey because as many know, we are solo entrepreneurs and that's also a, a, a way that we've actually shaped the show is to talk about a lot of the things we do in the context of solo t- solo entrepreneurship. But then also, this is actually a good show to do because it gives us a bit of time to slow down and reflect on where we've come from. Exactly. And uh, the big question is like, uh, you know, why do you freelance or why do you want to become a solo entrepreneur? And also, I don't want to go too deep in this, but the fundamentals between a freelancer that I always call a gun for hire and an entrepreneur is fundamentally two different things, even though some people just talk about them interchangeably, right? So I think what we are trying to do is to be entrepreneurs. We are trying to build businesses. Um, but I mean, that's that's sem- semantics, right, for now, because um, I know our audience is from both sides of the world. But I think for both audiences, the biggest thing that you need to, re- to decide or realize or think about once you start thinking in the direction of becoming your own boss, in air quotes, is why you are doing this. Yes. Um, you know, uh, there's a big thing that I've also learned around the why is, is you know, um, not being happy in your job is potentially not a good why because you need to figure out. So, for example, if I take, uh, let me let me step back into my world. So, one of the biggest regrets I have about leaving my corporate job is that I didn't start my why while I was in my corporate job, right? Yeah. So, for example, uh, my biggest weakness, um, and I'm still catching up on that, is that a lot of the branding, the positioning, the website, what I'm trying to do. Um, uh, you know, is was was done when I left, or still not really done. But I didn't. I could have used the time being employed to do all that kind of planning. So really decide why you are leaving, and when you decide on that why, start doing the preparation while you're in your job. Don't just jump out your job and say, "Okay, screw this, I'm walking out of here," and then leave a note in your boss's desk. Um, the other thing is also, um, and Jono, uh, I would like to hear your thoughts too. I'm just going to leave this one, is that the why is really important because um, a lot of people think about their jobs in the wrong way. Because when I think about my previous employment, I don't think as myself as an employee. I think as myself as a contractor to my boss. Exactly. Right? And when you start thinking of 
when you start thinking about that, it's a completely different kind of mindset. Because if you think of your boss as your client, then you think about it, okay, cool. Because if you can't make your boss happy, you know, in you're going to potentially have trouble making a future client happy. And when I say happy, I'm, I'm not talking about smiley face, back slaps and that kind of stuff. It's like, are you delivering on time? Are you doing good work? Do you feel fulfilled delivering to your boss? So, for example, um, the one good thing about my previous career is that I didn't leave the firm because I thought it sucked there. I left the, I left the firm because I wanted to do my own thing. I wanted to build something for That's myself. Fundamental, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the thing is, um, I, don't, I can't, this is probably the most important point is, 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 you know, like if you have an asshole boss, be warned, there's asshole clients out there. And more of them, so, more of them. <laughs> very, like much more because now they actually really like you're going into a space you don't have a long-term agreement with these guys, right? I mean, I'm sure if, if I had to go and ask my boss, um, are you really excited about paying me my full salary this month? Sometimes you'll go like, Vanner, I will give you double. And then some months you'll go like, shit, I, I, like, can, we not, can we maybe skip this month or maybe you can take half? <laughs> Salaries don't work like that, right? But uh, clients do. Every little thing is negotiated, right? And, and, and of course, I mean, I'm, I've been blessed. I had some great clients, but I had one or two little tough ones. You know, so uh, Jono, I'm rambling. No, that, no, that, that's Take that's such a good point. Uh, figuring out your why, why you're doing it, and don't leave your job because yeah. you think uh, the pasture will be greener somewhere else. You do it because you want to be more. You want to do more. You want to do things that you couldn't do at all in your corporations, whether it is starting, uh, being your manage your own thing. I mean, your bosses are going to. Be, you are when you become freelance. The main difference. And so I'm talking about freelancing now, not entrepreneurship. When you become freelance, the difference yeah. between a, between uh, with a corporate job, one of the difference between a corporate job is that you're just going to have a lot of bosses and they don't have any link to you when they want to get rid of you. Mm -hmm. So they don't have any, they don't have at the end of the year some, you know, reports to give to our manager, we will quit it. So it's, it's a much more difficult situation. On the other side, it's also a much more... Um, you you are you get a lot more from it individually because those people choose they did, they add the they are choices and they choose you so when you deliver you feel like everything so yeah, yeah. so that's that's that that was a good point and it's a good segue yeah. to the next one which is how you yeah. do it you you just explain the fact that when you when you're working you need to figure out. How you're moving out? How you're going to organize your financing career? This is a mistake I made too. I went out, you know. Yeah. I I was like, okay, John, you. I mean, people tells you that you're good at your job, so you should be good at your job. Hey, it's fine. People need people to yeah. do websites, to do design, and all of that. You will find clients. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> it doesn't also, work like, like I mean, that. On my side, like, yeah. Hey, I'm I'm this. Uh, this this big four firm consultant, right? Hey, boys and girls, I'm available at a lower non-big four rate. And the biggest thing is like, they aren't kicking your door down, dude, because they like the big brand kind of uh, guarantees, yeah. right? Uh, and the thing is, um, um, you, know, you don't have that anymore. And also personally, like one of the things, and I'm sharing very candidly here, so uh, uh, don't judge me too harshly, folks, um, is that, 
You know, um, you feel a bit of a loss actually when you walk out and you don't have the big brand anymore. I mean, to this day, and I actually hate when I do this, I go like, hey, um, I'm Vanner and I'm an XD, you know, I'm X yeah, yeah. firm, you know, and like screw X firm. I mean, good stuff, great experience, it gives you authority, but now I have to, hey, I'm Vanner from Experience Consulting. You know, and that's a very, that's a tough bridge to cross, right? It's the stories we tell ourselves. Dude, something I forgot to mention, tell, right? Tell like, um, I just want to say, like, on the previous point of jumping ship, I know there's a lot of people out there that don't have a choice, right? Because some of us get kicked out or a company mm, yes, folds. Wait, wait. So there's no judgment on those folks, right? Some people, like, just go, like, I can't do it anymore. I'm getting harassed by this guy. It's just not good stuff. It's, it's, it's uh, toxic. I mean, of course, we're not judging you or whatever, and you need to try and stay in that environment. And if your company falls, it falls. Um, sometimes you're forced to do that, right? But if you have the opportunity to stick around, that's it. And then the other thing, um, just going back into the how, is that I would really recommend, Jono, um, starting your gig on the side yes. while you're working. 100%. Just, if um, you, if that's, that's a big mistake on my side. That's something, fortunately, I did before I started. I I worked on the yeah. side and had some experience, some experience working as uh, as a freelance yeah. while I had the security of my full-time job. This is something I, I should have done more of it, to be honest. Uh, this is something yeah. that I really recommend you to do before getting out and, you know, guns out and being yeah. ready to blaze everywhere try to do that job on a limited time like three hours a day yeah. or two hours a day see how you feel about it see how you feel dealing with clients it will give you yeah. a good overview of what is waiting for you outside and if you exactly man. and the other point about that about leaving leaving your job prepare a budget don't go out without savings. I I really Ooh, yeah. really I want that, least, to yeah. to uh, uh, to talk about that because I've seen people doing that and it didn't went well for them because you don't know what how things will go. You can have a client, yeah. you can't live on a day by day basis. You might have to, but you no. if you have the ability to save some money, even if it's six months. It's enough. Six months give you time to figure out things, but have six months of living, Broke. like pay your way, uh, pay your mortgage or your rent, uh, your foods, any insurance that you need for six months. Then, Breach. then yeah. go in, go in, and investment because you need to do some investment for your website and everything. Yeah, and before you get into investment, I want to do another challenge, right? So I agree hundred percent. I did that, right? So I sat down and said, okay, "Cool, worst case scenario, I make zero bucks uh, walking out the door here." Bye-bye, bossy. And then uh, I worked out what was my scope. Like, what are, what does it look like before my wife starts kicking me out of the house, right? <laughs> yeah. The other thing I did, though, which I – like, one of my mates who actually, like, went freelance with me, he wasn't super impressed when I did this, right? Mm. But I, I stuck to my guns. Is that I sat down. I took one of my old firm, firm software um, spreadsheets, right, put it into Google Docs, and I set up a plan, a revenue target. So I set a target for myself in 2019 and saying, like, you look at it realistically, right? And I go, this is the number I want to hit, right? This might not be cool for everybody that this works for you. But I actually do like, even you don't have to tell anybody. It's a secret. I mean, I didn't tell anybody. I said, this is my revenue target for the year. And you know what, dude? The fulfillment you have because you know what you're working towards. What is your target? Also, you know, when I hit it, because I hit my target last yeah. year, I was like 
super stoked <laughs> and I motivate to work on it again this this year, right? And I, I'm telling you because I'm so happy about yeah, it. Yeah, no, right? that's that's but a very good advice. The thing is, that's a very good advice. Know, having goals. It's yeah. also yeah, it's also sorry, I'm getting excited about it. It's also a way for you to gauge when you can slack off, right? Because around Oh man, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> Because the thing is, dude, like the biggest mistake, and I sometimes preach, we have to talk preach, to each other, preach. Go on. You work your, because the, you know the worst boss, the worst, the biggest asshole that you could work for yep. is you. Yep. <laughs> you know, because, you know, no, I'm not going to hang out with my family. No, I have to work this weekend. I mean, I did it again this, like this weekend. I, I, like, I decided to stay home and do work, right? You have to make these decisions when you're so learned, so learned to be near, right? But uh, if you don't control that, Man, dude, I remember when you went freelance, dude. Yeah, I imploded. I was, I was going like, if I didn't know you were freelance, I was like, dude, you're working for a real huge ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, in, in, in my sleeping. case, uh, uh, and that's that's uh, that's an experience. You can people now have a very good situation and everything goes well, but the first six months, I I Planning. imploded. Like I literally imploded yeah. because I was like, okay, I need to get that. I worked all living seconds. I didn't watch anything. I didn't yeah. read anything. I only worked because I was like, I need to get money. Um, yeah. So this lead, leads us to the other point. Uh, give yourself time. Like Ooh, yeah. having that money, having all of that is allow yourself to fail. You need to fail. You need to, you need to have those meetings. You need to have those negotiations. You need to not, I, I hope yeah. you won't obviously, but that's going to happen. And it's better that it happens to you at the beginning, yeah. but also, five, five yeah. years in. So My, yeah. yeah, go on, go on. So I'm busting to tell you, like, you're getting me going here, man, because like I had a friend who also went from big corporate into a, free, a freelance kind of solo entrepreneurship, right? Uh, very recently, actually. And she shared with me like, okay, cool. She's going to make this leap. And I sat and listened to her in the one session. And like in that meeting and then in, in the following week or two, she had everything planned out, mate. <laughs> like she was lining this up. Like she was still working. And, and I mean, I'm not saying that you should be unethical, right? So even if you're still at the employee, employer, I'm not saying like doing side gigs and side jobs. You can start planning, you can start testing, start iterating and things. But she was like already starting to line up clients potentially when, you know, and I'm like the one thing I would really recommend aligning with what you're saying is give yourself at least two to three months to settle into the idea of being on your own. Right. Yeah. I mean, I took a solid three months. I mean, one of the screw ups I made really, like I wasn't, that wasn't a good move on my part is that I actually had a gig lined up the day I walked out of the door of my, of my corporate. Yeah, right? so no space. There was no time to slow down, reflect. Even if you have your shit together, right? Like ease into it. Yeah. Ease into it. Even if you have to take a bit of a break, just ease into it. Don't, don't over, over plan it. You know, like, uh, like an aircraft carrier waiting outside and just <laughs> gonna get into the driver's seat. And talking about that, can, can you tell us some stuff some things about defining your brand. Oh yeah. I mean, th this is something that um, I think you should be doing like right, like part of your preparation because um, brand building is super important and like honest again, it's something I fucked up a little bit, you know, like I, uh, I, I'm still like Jonathan, you and me actually late last year started working yeah, together to define exactly. it. And defining yeah. your brand is really like, if, you, if you're going to be solo, you need to think about your own personality. What are you going to be doing? What do you stand for? What is your vision? What's your mission? What is your ideas? And then the content you're going to be building around those ideas and the, 
the platform you're going to build it on. You know, are you going to do podcasting? How are you going to share it? How are you going to build that? Because that brand building is super important. The other thing, you know, that, that uh, I mean, for example, I mean, we can put the, the note in the, the show notes. A, a nice way to start with this, if you're not a big marketing uh, guru guy, is to look at a book called uh, My Story Brand. Um, we've actually used it for block thinking yes. as well. It's a nice little framework that helps you kind of come up with ideas because the other thing that people make a huge mistake on, right, and I'm experimenting with it at the moment. I, I I don't really have much to report in the sense of how successful it was because I think I can do more. Is that when you're at the at the in an employee space, right? You talk about yourself. Hey, I'm Vanner. I do this. I've got this experience, and I'm great. Please hire me. Yeah. Right. But when you're a solo entrepreneur, you need to flip it around. You need to speak about your clients. So, for example, when I do pitches. I take my little profile with my fancy little firm <laughs> photos and I smash it back into the appendix because you know what? Your clients don't give a shit. They're talking to you in the first place because you have some kind of authority. They connected to you some way. The first thing you want to talk about is how you're going to solve, identify and solve their problems. You know, make them the heroes. Yes. And you'll see in that book, it talks about it. And I, I believe in that. Uh, recently, I tried to update my LinkedIn profile to be a little bit more like that, you know, where... And maybe LinkedIn is the wrong place to do it because LinkedIn inherently is a bit more of a kind of like a personality-driven thing. It's about you. But I try to flip it around to say, okay, cool, like do you, this is what I this is this is the kind of shit that I want to solve for you, right? I can't say that it's been super uh successful, but really think about those brand things and experiment with them right in the beginning. Even if you come up with some bullshit brands and push it out there to see how people reflect to it. Uh, or, or respond to it and then come up because I think brand building is so important. It is. The other thing, other thing that you need to do, uh, really, uh, like I, I can't recommend it. And I, I screwed screwed up there again. I haven't pulled the trigger on these two is, or this one is getting some testimonials from ex clients, from bosses, from you know, like you need to have. You know, I'm lucky, and I think Jonathan, you're also lucky in the sense that we have done stuff, yeah. right? So we have we have a menu of shit that proves that we've done <laughs> our stuff. But, um, you know, when you have people saying, um, you know, hey, you've done a good job here, super important. Um, I've done it with uh, a lot of the projects I'm working on where I actually email people afterwards and say, listen, would you mind giving an, a, a note or two um, about what, you, what your experience was? And people are super keen. If you did a good job, they will go, hey, I put my stamp of approval in. And you know what? If they don't want to do that, fix that relationship. Yeah, you know, it's uh, yeah, that's it's, uh, very important. That's that's um, that's something I I feel that big time. I could have. Uh, mm. I mean, it's easy to say now. Could have, should have. Um, I didn't realize when I went out uh, in the wild a little more two years and a half ago. Now, I was like, okay, I'm solid on a technical standpoint, so I should find things. And my issue, and that's that's the next point. Um, I didn't work on branding and I didn't work on sales and learning yeah, sales, sales. Ooh, has man. been of all the things I've done this past two years and I've been freelance the most important one was learning to sell myself by far no questions yeah. about that at one point I would say the first six months I, I focused on getting better but the issue with getting better in your skills is that you can always get better. And it's I was already at the 80%, let's say. So I was reaching those yeah. 20%. But you can bet, get that better. If you can sell yourself, there is no point. So I switched it on. Um, I started to learn a lot about sales, uh, reading books, yeah. uh, discussing with Werner, uh, 
watching those presentations, just learning about how do you sell your with, with all those base book influence, never split the difference, all of yeah. them, uh, and understanding Ooh, yeah, what yeah, yeah. you said it, you said yeah. it. Say it again. So that book is never, like really never cool. split the difference. We'll put that book into yeah. into the show notes. Yeah. It works because yeah, it works. I w- like uh, I realized yeah. that that my job as uh, both a solo entrepreneur and freelancer was to find clients. That's my first job at the end of the day. <laughs> it's find people yeah, to buy yeah. my things, and negotiating what, what I have to sell. Yeah. And there are a lot of people selling stuff out there. There, are, there is a lot of competition, and they have. Yeah the same level of skills as you. So what's going to make the difference is your ability to communicate trust, to communicate yeah. the fact that, okay, I'm going to be able to do that job. So we are reaching into what you were telling exactly. about um, creating your brand, working on your brand, working on your um, references. I'm so happy. Yeah, I'm so happy you're saying this because the thing is like, and and I, didn't, I failed to mention it, is that brand and sales is inherently interlinked. Mm. Right, the brand is is the smell of the flowers that that bring people towards you, and that smell is not about you. It's about their their space that they want to be in, yes. right? And then when it comes to sales, you have to have the authority, right? You have to have the the negotiation skills, and you have to show that you can do the job, right? So, like, I mean, uh, just an anecdote at the end is that I actually renegotiated a a retainer contract uh, end of. Last year, eh, Jono, we were yeah. talking about it. And I actually used a lot of the tools in a never split, split your difference, never split difference to do that. But the fundamental thing that I learned there is that you have to value yourself. Right? That's the other thing. And we've spoken about it before is that when you do the sales, sales is one thing. So putting yourself out there and say, I am available, you will find that people will come towards you if you've got your brand right. But man, so many things go wrong in the sales <laughs> process where right. you, you know, like where you go, like inevitably, and you have to expect this, a client's going to push you to cut your cost, right? Th- that's going to happen. Like when you send out a deal, like, or an offer, I never, like, I actually get disappointed if a client doesn't send me a response back. So when when you think cheap. about it, it's their job <laughs> as much as Yeah, yours. yeah. They, they're going to come back. It's negotiation, right? It has to happen. If negotiation doesn't happen, you know what's the secret? If negotiation doesn't happen, you're too cheap, buddy. <laughs> Pretty that's much. A problem, Pretty right? much. That's something I learned. You know, like if, the, if the guy says, fuck, that's great. <laughs> you know, like, oh, I'm, I'm too cheap. Negotiation comes back, right? And the other tip, the other tip sales, is that if you, if, if the client comes back and says, listen, I want a 10% discount or I want this cut off or whatever, always, always cut value, mm. right? Don't go and say, okay, cool. I'm going to give you this 10%. Let's do the deal. You go, you know what? I'm going to give you the 10% discount. I'm going to give you less hours. I'm going to cut out this element. Always, 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 as a, as a like between us ladies, always cut some value because it shows that you are valuing what you're giving to this, to this person. That's such an important point. I, I've been in negotiation lately and yeah, they, 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 try to bar- bargain on price but what of the reply i made was that i respect myself i respect my work and this mm. this is even if i yeah. appreciate the offer accepting it this way would disrespect myself and this yeah. is not something i'm ready to do so yeah, thank- and the thing is you have to learn this lesson every every day yeah. i mean i just uh, i was talking to you yesterday and i said to you like yeah i went to bed at two you know what that happens I went to bed at two because I was doing an offer for a client. I sent it off to this client. 
They were slow to respond. Good people, good people, right? Potentially, maybe future clients, I don't know. But, you know, there wasn't any feedback, didn't come back, blah, blah, blah. It fell flat. It's not happening. I got a mail this morning. It's not going to happen. The thing is also you need to look in advance and say, you know what? And I actually knew from the get-go this is not going to work because the way they were setting up, the way they were doing the deal, the way that everything was kind of working, it was it's, it smelled like, like failure. Yeah. Right? And I think you also have to judge that from the get-go. Right. And sometimes as a solo entrepreneur, and I did it in this case, is you're going, you know what, I wouldn't mind doing business with these people. I wouldn't mind getting in. And sometimes actually at the beginning, you need to learn how to say no and spot the doubts. Learn how to say no. That, That's you know, you, super you know, important. Learn how to say no, man. Man, yeah. that, made me that, that makes me think that we need to do an episode about sale now. We need to do an episode about branding. Uh, yeah, branding. we need to get a sales I guru mean, in. Yeah. We, we want to hear for, from you folks. What do you want us to talk more about? Yeah. That's, and there's that's an easy good. way to talk to us. Yes. Jonah, yes. There's an easy way. You don't have to tweet and smack and this and that. And, you know, um, of course, you can go directly to Jonah's house and culture, <laughs> knock on the door. Apologize to Anetka and then go slap Jonathan around. Okay, don't slap him around. I love him too much. But the, uh, we have opened up a SpeakPipe account. Yes. Now, how easy is SpeakPipe, Jono? So you just need to log in on speakpipe.com slash blogthinking. Or there is a link on, yeah. uh, when, on the, our yeah, website. When Jono says, yeah. When Jono says logging in, you just merely yeah, click yeah, on you the click, link. Yeah. logging in you, sucks. You click, you have a mic, <laughs> yeah. you talk, and basically you leave us a message. Yeah. Or you can reply yeah. to our Twitter account as usual. You can also send us a mail. Yeah. Just send us tell us what you want us to talk about. Notes. We have a yeah. we have a few years of experience between the both of us right now. And but we, we also are, have a few friends. And we have we a have friends, friends yes, that has also yeah. experience. Then so we, we can reach out to people that can help reply to to your questions. So yeah, exactly. just reach out to us. So and Vernia, you have some thinking.com. Yes. And Vernia, you have something else? we want to discuss about yes yes so uh we spoke about live streaming uh earlier in the show right so uh john i wonder what date will we going to do this again <laughs> <laughs> i think it's around the 25th of february we want we want to do a morning live stream so it's going to be around 11 o'clock est right Jonathan? Yes. it's our central european time uh, we're yeah. going to go live into our facebook group now our facebook group you can find on facebook as Block thinking, right? Uh, without the K. Uh, join the group and we're going to post the event there. Yes. And you can join our live stream. So we're doing this really as a, we are, we are iterating and experimenting and I want you to join us. So we're probably going to move the live streams to a bit more of a, a accessible time, but we are both scared of going <laughs> live. Yeah. So uh, we're going to record the show live on Facebook. So you're welcome to join us. Um, yeah. It's going to be fun. You will be able to discuss with us live, basically ask us questions. And yeah. we're going to see. It's an experiment where it's just about having fun. And uh, we'll see how it goes. Right. So quickly, just all the things. Blockthinking.com. So block without the K. Thinking.com is our website. You can click there. It's send us a message reach out to us send us some love because we really need love <laughs> we do and then um, go to our very very often because we don't update the damn thing too much uh, block thinking Facebook group um, we do try and update it from time to time but that's going to be the platform where we're going to be live streaming like crazy mofos 
So uh, join that group and you'll see when the actual invitation goes out for the live stream. And then uh, you'll see all our details in the show notes. Hit, like, reach out to us in Twitter and all these magical places and talk to us. So thank you for listening to us. We hope we, you had as much joy listening to this episode as we did recording it. And yeah. talk to you in the next one. Thanks for listening. Bye.